0: Good afternoon, it's 2pm in Israel on Monday, the 29th of January. This is Mark Weiss with the top news at this hour. A soldier aged about 20 sustained serious injuries in a car-ramming attack in Haifa, close to the city's naval base this morning. After ramming into him, the terrorist got out of his car and tried to attack soldiers with an axe. The soldier shot and killed him. The soldier was taken to Rambam Hospital close by. The terrorist was carrying an Israeli ID card from an Arab village in the Galilee. An attempt to stab soldiers at a guard post was foiled this morning in the Etzion block near the West Bank settlement of Tokoa. A military official said that the troops killed the terrorist, a sixteen-year-old from the nearby Palestinian village of Tokoa. No one was in, no no one else was injured. Syrian media report that air defences were activated against an Israeli attack in the area of Damascus late this morning. Sources claimed the target of the strike was the headquarters of Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps in the region. Syria blamed the attack on Israel. Two soldiers sustained light injuries this morning from two anti-tank missiles that were fired at the northern border. Hezbollah claimed responsibility for the attack. Rockets were fired at Rosh Hanikra on the Lebanese border this morning and air raid sirens were sounded. There were no reports of injuries. Four anti-tanker missiles were fired last night from Lebanon, two of them at Kibbutz Sasa in the Upper Galilee and two at an idea base near Shtula in the Western Galilee. No casualties or damage were reported. Last night, 12 ministers and 15 Kreset members attended the so-called Victory Conference in Jerusalem, in support of renewed Jewish settlement in the Gaza Strip. The conference was headlined, Settlement Produces Security. National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir called for encouraging Palestinian emigration from Gaza, while the audience shouted for transfer. We must encourage voluntary migration. Let them leave. You're right, he said. Part of correcting the mistake of the sin of the preconception that brought us to October the seventh is to return home to Gush Katif and northern Samaria," Ben-Gvir said. Minister Gadi Eisenkot of the National Unity Party, a member of the War Cabinet, criticized the conference that called for renewed settlement in Gaza. Eisenkot said that the conference divided society and increased distrust of the government. The Knesset House Committee is discussing the request to oust Knesset member Ophir Kassif from Kadash from the Knesset after he signed a petition supporting South Africa's case to the International Court of Justice in The Hague. House Committee Chair Ophir Katz said at the start of the meeting that he hoped that the committee would put an end to the freedom to act against the State of Israel and its soldiers, ostensibly in the name of freedom of speech. Knesset's legal advisor, Sagit Afik, said that she had not disqualified the ouster request from the outset because it enjoyed a large majority, but that such a course of action should be treated with sensitivity and caution. The request to oust Kassif was submitted by Yisrael Beitano Knesset member Oded Forer and was signed by 85 Knesset members. If three-quarters of the House committee members support the request – it will go to the Knesset plenum, where it will need a majority of 90 MKs in order to pass. Last night, the Prime Minister's Bureau described the meeting in Paris to discuss a hostage release and ceasefire deal as constructive, but noted that major gaps remained between the sides and said that the talks would continue with more meetings this week. A government official told Khan Radio that there had been preliminary signs of progress in the talks, ...for a plan to release the hostages. A proposal was discussed at the meeting... ...held by representatives of the US, Egypt, Qatar and Israel... ...to stop the fighting for two months... ...in exchange for the release of about 100 hostages... ...starting with the women, children, the ill and injured. The weather cold for the time of year... ...with isolated thunder showers in the north and centre. There is a danger of flooding along the coast... And in the Shvela lowlands, snow on Mount Hermon. Maximum temperatures Jerusalem 9, Tel Aviv and Haifa 14, Ilat 21 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Karn Reka.